This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Cause I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. TNT. And I will not fight. TNT. I'm a power load. TNT. Watch me Good evening and welcome to the Andrea K Show. It is Monday, coming at you live. We are live and we are local here in San Diego at AM 1170 KCBQ. Sharing this time with me is, of course, all the brave patriots, my friends and family out there in social media. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Insta now. I'm still on Facebook. That's where my main time is spent on social media because that's where so many of you out there who have been supporters of the show for a long time that's where I found a lot of you all and that's where I get a chance I'm not we're not limited to 140 characters out there on Facebook it's one reason why I love it love sharing this time with none other than DJ Carrot Sticks yeah 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 (laughs) gotta keep a G up in here G rated. Yeah. No, it's more like a G thing. It's kind of like we're like Snoop and Dr. Dre back in the day. Who's who? Yeah. Are you Snoop? (laughs) I do love me some Snoop. I haven't been asked back on the Dr. Drew show, by the way, since I did my Snoop Dogg impersonation. (laughs) I was talking about Cheryl Teagues. I said she was the OG of the VOGUE, you see. And he was like, what? (laughs) Anyway, I'm. How can I even be in a silly mood when we have such very ser- so much seriousness going on here in the world and in um, America? And I think it's because it's like my buddy speaking of social media, my where I, I found my bud Peggy Costi, and she calls me a happy warrior. I have to stay happy. I have to stay positive. I have to stay hopeful. It's who I am. First of all, it's how I was wired. It's also because of my faith, it, it, and also because of love of country. And I love who we are as a people. You know, I, you know, shame on those, those out there, those are Americans who are trying to tell us we shouldn't be nationalistic and proud of who we are and proud of our country. I love this country. I love what we're about. And in spite of those that want to destroy us from within and those who are coming here intending to destroy us, I'm going to remain hopeful. Uh, last week, though, well, you know, speaking of those of you who've been following the show for a while, you know that this has been an ongoing theme for me, talking about radical Islam. This is not new to me. I didn't wake up and, you know, go, oh, my gosh, you know, the, we've got a problem with, with radical Islam. It's something that's that I've been talking about for years on my show. I've been talking about a book that I read years ago called While Europe Slept. It was a warning cry. It was written by a gay activist who was so disgusted with the conservative religious right that he just had to move to the Holy Grail of Scandinavia where, you know, they just didn't have us crazy Christians over there. And what he found as a gay man was how important it was to have Judeo-Christian principles as a society and important it was to protect that because otherwise that to not have that in combination with open borders and allowing an influx of Muslim immigration into their nations have completely... Destroy the European continent. Large parts of it are now under Sharia. And he was trying to warn the American people to pay attention to what was happening over there or it would end up here. And that's really where we are. Many people have been 
calling the the sounding cry and warning about radical Islam. And we have not had proper response, even since 9-11. There were plenty of warning signs before 9-11 that were ignored. And even after 9-11, as much as W did some things right, he did many things wrong. Typically, the response, and last week, actually, um, when I was filling in for Dr. Gina on America Trends, what happened on that day, last Wednesday, we had a terrorist attack in Tel Aviv. And I remember that on the fifth anniversary of 9-11, I was working on a documentary, and I interviewed Dr. Ahmed, a Muslim who is a professor at American University, who said to me, he said, the terrorists are in a war, and I've said this quote many times in my show, he said, the terrorists are in a war against Western civilization. He said, don't you people think? Don't you think at all? He says, you think because it involves a bomb explosion in the subway in London or on a train in Spain or in a nightclub in Bali that it doesn't have anything to do with you? How arrogant you Americans are. And I thought about that last week. And so I invited on Dr. Zudi Jasser to come on America Trends last week to talk about it because Tel Aviv had had a terrorist attack. And you know what? America was acting like it didn't have anything to do with them when it did. And one of the things that I said to him was, I I, I feel as though nobody's paying attention to this, as though terrorist attacks have become so common that it's it's become the, the new norm. It's as though another day, I even said to him, another day, another terrorist attack. I said, you know, uh, is this become the new norm? Can we defeat this? Oh, absolutely, we can defeat this. Well, you know, we can't defeat this if we're going to have our heads buried in the sand. If we're going to have the same old responses every time it happens to where immediately, I mean, you can almost count in two seconds, the left come out and rush to a couple of things, to talk gun control, to to warn people not to say anything against Muslims and to not tie it against Muslims. Of course, if there's any kind of shooting, it's an indictment of every gun owner. If there, you know, but but it's, you know, if it's happened by Muslims over and over and over and over again, we're not allowed to think there, that it's got anything to do with Islam. That's, of course, one of the immediate responses that we've got. Another response is, oh, it's a lone wolf. God bless this Dr. Gorka guy who I'd never heard of before who said this weekend, the lone, the term lone wolf is a term meant to make you stupid. Because what have I been saying for a while? You know, one of the things, the mistakes and the responses that even the Republican Party has ma- been making is to think that it doesn't really count as a terrorist attack if it's an individual as opposed to a group like ISIS or Al-Qaeda or any of the old uh, the multitude of groups out there that are waging jihad in the name of Islam and Allah. Another response that makes me crazy that I hear from both sides, conservatives and uh, as well as Democrats, is this thing about, oh, you know, these attacks are meant to divide us. They're not meant to divide us. They're meant to conquer us. They're meant to bully us into submission. And every time somebody talks about gun control, that's working to to aid them and to enable them with what their goal is. The very definition of Islam is submission. That's the definition of the word. The goal is conquest. And there's a reason why the Democrats and Obama want to defend Islam immediately and threaten against Islamophobia is because there's a whole lot of parallels between liberalism and between Sharia and radical Islam. There's a lot of similarities in terms of their tactics and their game plan and their similarities in terms of their political systems, their agenda and similarities in their end game. They're, both of them are playing a long game. It's it's like a war going on for the culture. It is a war going on. The terrorists are in a war against Western civilization. Well, you know who else is? Liberalism. They're in a war against it as well. And like liberalism, the, the, the war has a whole variety of fronts and tactics. 
It involves infiltrating every aspect of our society, using our freedoms against us, our goodwill against us. Both liberals and the radical Islamists are doing this. That's the game that they're playing on us. But And when we speak out against it, we're told that we're the ones that are the threat to freedom. When what we really are is victims of tyranny. And every time we allow them to get away with that after this kind of, a, of attack, we feed that and we enable that. And the end game is total control and domination. I was thrilled today to hear Donald Trump speak out for the first time to hear a different response than what we've heard from the Republicans and the Democrats. And I want to play those DJ Carrot Sticks. If we want to protect the quality of life for all Americans, women and children, gay and straight, Jews and Christians, and all people, then we need to tell the truth about radical Islam, and we need to do it now. Many of the principles of radical Islam are incompatible with Western values and institutions. Remember this, radical Islam is anti-woman, anti-gay, and anti-American. First time since we've had a terrorist response that we've heard that. Honesty. Truth. He goes on to say in that speech that we better start getting honest. We better start getting honest about Islam. He, he said what, what Romney should have said in 2012 about liberalism as well as Sharia and radical Islam. That we better start getting honest about the threat that we face and we better start dealing with it. He goes on to say, or we're not going to have a country left. God bless him for saying about the incompatibility. They are not. The left wants us to believe that there is no difference between Islam and American. And in fact, it's it's so crazy that the left and, and Barack Obama is actually acting as though, you know, Islam and Muslims created America and the society. And we're part of our founding fathers. God bless Donald Trump for speaking the truth about Islam. He goes on in the speech to talk about immigration. You know, the left immediately, it's all about, you know, shut your mouth and don't say anything against Muslims. And, and you know, as though, as and then they immediately go to gun control. I saw somebody say on Twitter, I don't remember who it was. It might have been Megan Barth, Reagan Baby, who's going to be on here in a little bit. But one person said, you know, typical left, the, the mainstream media, he says, they want to act as though the government can't protect us against radical Islam because the average American citizens won't cough up their guns. I mean, that's the kind of nonsense that we're being fed. Or or the kind of nonsense which after Benghazi which happened, it was very intentional that the cover up that they used was to scapegoat the first amendment Barack Obama said not just in his 08 memoirs I will stand with the Muslims should the wind shift in an ugly direction but even after Benghazi even after everybody knew it wasn't a terrorist attack he went to the UN he said the world he said the future does not belong to those who would slander the prophet we have lost a whole lot of ground in this issue And we finally have somebody. We finally have a presidential candidate who's willing to speak the truth about the threat that we face. He's willing to be courageous enough. Like Donnie Darwish said, you must be courageous enough to name the enemy and its location and then be courageous enough to take the steps to protect the American people. And that's what Donald Trump went on to lay out. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Megan Barth about gun control. We're going to talk about some of these steps that we need to take because we don't need gun control. What we need is jihadi control. We need immigration control. We need control over who's in the White House. We need 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue control. We need control over over our party, the Republican Party, and the nonsense that's going on with the Speaker of the House. That's what we need. We're going to take a break. Don't change that dial, folks. More America, uh, America trend. More of the Andrea K. Show on the other side of the break. 
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Want to start living better, longer? La Vida Compounding Pharmacy can help. Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657 Hi, my name is Colin Pokola, and I'm the owner and founder of Pokola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Pokola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com P-O-K-A-L-A law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com you're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. I needed about 15 more seconds on that break so you wouldn't hear me chewing as we came back. I'm trying to work in a little salad throughout the show. I got to get back to eating a little bit healthy because it was a hog down, down in NOLA a couple of weeks ago. And I think I still got some rue in my veins. And so, um, anyway, uh, before the break, we were talking about responses to these terrorist attacks, and I was really excited to hear a very different-sounding response from a presidential candidate, uh, Donald Trump, today, who actually spoke some truth about uh, radical Islam. Because the, the initial response is always about gun control and telling us to keep our mouths shut about the real threat that we face. So, and so... Um, Speaking of eating healthy and looking fabulous is my next guest, Megan Barth. Hey, Megan, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea, always a pleasure. Okay, so, yeah, thanks for being here. Um, Even before this terrorist attack, we knew that the Second Amendment was going to become a big issue in this election. We knew that the very first Democrat debate between Hillary and Bernie, there was talk of, well, we got to do something. Maybe the thing to do is allow for class action lawsuits against the gun manufacturers if anything like this happens. I mean, they have been looking for a way. She even tripped up. Last week, I was talking about an interview that she had to where she said, oh, there's nuances in the Second Amendment. We know that the left wants to take our guns. That's why every time there's a terrorist attack, That's why every time there's any issue or any kind of shooting, 
That's the first thing that they go to. That's the initial response. And, of course, that's what happened today. And, of of course, it makes absolutely no sense because even if the Democrats' utopian world existed and they could confiscate all the guns, dude still had a bomb, right? Well, yeah, and and the Democrats' attack on the Second Amendment, like you said, is nothing new. But the only threat against the Democrats and their salacious need— and drive to grow government is an armed republic. We have to remember why the Second Amendment was established. It was established in order to protect ourselves from a despotic, tyrannical government. And the longer that this administration remains in power, and those that subscribe to this administration's ideology remain in power, the likes of Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State, who now believes that people that are under FBI investigation shouldn't own guns, but heck, they can run for president. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, in terms of our founders, one of the things that they, our country was founded on the idea of natural law, that our rights came from God, not from man. And little by little, the left has done a really good job in getting people to buy into the notion that man had the right to determine what our rights were and therefore take our rights away from us. And so even if, even if uh, the goal is not to totally disarm the citizenry in order to take us over a la Hitler, which I absolutely believe is in play with a lot of the left, even if that's not the ultimate goal, we do know that our founders, they viewed the role of the government to protect our freedoms that were God-given, not to have some legislator give our freedoms away because they were too lazy to deal with a complicated issue or too politically correct to call out the enemy for what they are. So they just like radical Islam and didn't want to deal with it, didn't want to actually do anything to stop it. They just want to do like a feel good, good measure that Americans will buy into and it's nonsense. So either, either the game plan is one from, and the agenda or motivation is either infantile in the stupid quest for utopia because you cannot legislate away bad acts and we know gun control doesn't work or at its worst form, it's insidious and it's about trying to take us over from within. Meanwhile, we are handing over our country to all these Islamists who want to destroy us and neither party is doing anything to stop it. Paul Ryan, Trump goes on today to talk about what we really need is not gun control. We need smart immigration control. That guy today, the left, I've even heard Republicans saying he was an American. He was born here. You know, we, you know, immigration control isn't the issue. Well, what was his parents doing here? What in the world were we doing bringing these people here from Afghanistan, Megan? Well, look, there's a lot of issues at play. And when you look at how the left will attack uh, rights, um, first off, they will start with attacking Christianity. And what they have done is that they have polarized Christians into this bigoted hate group and by out of fear of being called Islamophobic. Because when you look at the countries around the world that Hillary Clinton gladly accepts hundreds of millions of dollars from in the Clinton Global Initiative Foundation that her and her husband and her daughter run, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars from misogynistic, homophobic regimes. Right now, there are 11 countries uh, that are on my radar that are, uh, that are Islamist, that are, that are Islam-centric. Uh, and under their law, which is Sharia law, gays are executed, period. End of story. Yeah. So this is... 
not a radical form of Islam. This is what I would consider moderate Islam because 11 powerful countries that control a lot of the energy in the world are practicing the execution of gays, the slaughter of children, as we just witnessed ISIS do. Not not that they're, they're sanctioning this, but according to Sharia, the execution of gays, in a mom's word from Iran, is an act of compassion. So let's tie this back to Orlando really quick. In Sanford, Florida, at a mosque, which I'm waiting to see if the latest Muslim terrorist attended, uh, invited a imam from Iran who is on a recorded record as stating that gays are to be executed in the name of Islam, and that is actually compassion. Now, this imam was invited to the Sanford Mosque. Ch uh, Channel 9 or Channel 6 News in Florida broke the story back in April. And the imam of that local mosque said since they were a private organization, it was their decision on to invite whomever they chose. Now, I ask you, if a Lutheran or a Catholic priest, for that matter, invited someone from the KKK yeah. and said that we need to start lynching blacks, Mm -hmm. and, oh, by the, and oh, by the way, we can invite whomever we want. Right. That church would have been shut down under investigation by the DOJ, and Catholicism or Lutheranism as a whole would be on the attack from the Democrats as it has been since the get-go. Absolutely. But the, but, but the Islamist, but the, but the religion of Islam and the imams that preach hate speech are protected under the guise and the ruse of Islamophobia. So the Democrats are more fearful of being called Islamophobes because they are protecting homophobes and misogynists. If you're just tuning in, this is the Andrea K. Show, and we're talking to Megan Barth. You're absolutely correct. In fact, at the top of the show, I was talking about a gay, uh, liberal gay activist who moved to Scandinavia to get away from the horrible Christian right, and what he discovered over there was shocking to him uh, in terms of the what happens when you don't have Christian Judeo principles and when you invite a bunch of Muslims into your countries and take over. And today... He wrote an article about the brutal realities, uh, Bruce Bauer. Uh, he talked about the, re you're, you're so right. It's not radical Islam. It's Islamic law, and it's crystal clear on homosexuality. He talks about how, there now there are various forms of schools of Sharia. One calls for death by stoning. Another, you're thrown from a high place. Uh, third is dropping a building on him. But you're, we're talking oh. about Saudi Arabia. We're talking about Sudan, Yemen, Pakistan. We're Qatar, which is supposed to, United Arab, Arab Emirates which is supposed to be so, you know, progressive and so westernized, right? And uh, and they do not, and he goes on to say, they don't change their views on this just because they moved to the West. I have had groups like Get Equal and the Log Cabin Republicans for, well, who, uh, you know, have been waffling in terms of continuing to, to give support to the Republican Party over the gay marriage issue. I have been begging them for years to say, stop worrying over whether or not somebody's going to offer you a marriage certificate or now whether or not somebody's going to bake you a cake. It's like, 
wake up. What's more important to you? Getting a cake for a wedding or, you know, being tossed off a building? This is what's happening over there. In fact, he talks about what's happening in Norway um, and uh, and in the Netherlands. They're, gay people are leaving in droves because it's open season on gay people over there. And in London... Back in, 2000, in 2004, a gay activist urged London's then-mayor, this, this article from Bruce Bauer goes on to say, urged then-mayor Ken Livingstone to rescind an invitation. You're talking about in, inviting, you know, uh, uh, these liberal societies, welcome anybody in, to spew whatever propaganda they want. This guy, the gay activist, ends up being charged with being a racist. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Bauer well, and, goes and on I, to talk about why don't gays get this? It's because to them, they view themselves as um, they view gays, liberal gays view Muslims as another victim group versus understanding the ideology that's behind it. You, you've got this Sally Cohn today. A crazy nut job, Sally Cohn from MSNBC, saying, hey, right wing Christians desperately trying to point out that right wing Muslims are more anti-gay than you are. Your guilt is showing. Are you kidding me, Megan? When was the last time a Christian organization tossed some gay people off a roof? Well, and that's what the left has done to Christianity is that they've actually perverted us into bigots. And that was why that they are choosing to label Donald Trump a racist because the sexist card didn't work. So they will label him as an Islamophobe uh, before they will label him a sexist because that is the narrative that sells. That is what the mainstream media or the the, uh, unobjective press will pick up. And that is actually the narrative that has unfortunately been created for not only Christians, but uh, for the Republican Party. And like you said, Christians will not bake you a cake, but we certainly don't believe that execution is compassion. And and this is what Islam is preaching. And so, you know, I have I have uh, many uh, gay friends and relatives, and I hate kind of saying that because we all do. It's not right. proving that I'm not a homophobe, right? I mean, right. We, we all are touched by this, as we were all touched by San Bernardino. But if you want to look at and, and Paris and, and Belgium and, and Boston and Merced and Chattanooga and I mean, the list in Fort Hood, and I was saying, well, geez, you know, is, is this now going to be gay uh, nightclub violence as Fort Worth was workplace violence? Mm-hmm. Now, now all of a sudden we're going to treat Islamic terrorism by talking about gun control. If we had talked about plane crashes at 9-11, we would really be up, you know, what's creek. Right. So, or or, we'll let, or pressure we'll cooker. But, by what, but, why, why, but, but what, what the left has done to Islam is whitewash it. And what they've done to Christianity is blackball it. Absolutely. And it's a perversion. It is. And, you know, um, the gun control thing is so fantasy-based. It's so mind-numbingly stupid to think that anybody's buying into this. In fact, you know, uh, the guy passed background checks. The FBI interviewed him multiple times. The same FBI that let the Sarnaya brothers go off to a terrorist camp and come back. And where was the talk about pressure cooker control? How about how about some legislature control? How about holding some legislators accountable when they come up with some dumb blank idea to leave to take our armed forces in and make them unarmed and leave them as sitting ducks while there's an army guy with warrior for Allah on his business card 
How about the legislators in Florida who decided that you, yeah, you can have a concealed weapon permit, but you can't take it into a facility that sells, that receives more than 50% of its revenue from alcohol. Somebody actually said to me today in a debate, well, we know for sure that if the citizens had had guns, it would have been an even bigger uh, tragedy. How so? He, he mowed down everybody who was in there. There was nobody left alive. I mean, it's like my, it's crazy to me, Megan. Well, and, and that's what, um, you know, this whole gun control argument is a total farce. Now, recall back, I'm going to make two points. One is about a gay activist who's conservative, who I absolutely adore, and thank God for him because his name is uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, and he writes for Breitbart. And, you know, he basically is speaking on behalf of gays within the conservative movement and trying to say, look, Islam is the problem. And he... he <laughs> He put this post out today on Twitter that said, liberals, if you're not horrified about gay men being thrown to their deaths for Islam, pretend they're throwing gorillas. <laughs> and when you're, when you're and, you know, you, you hate to make light of such a situation, but how do you create attention? How do you draw away from the straw man arguments that the Democrats continue to create? If you go back to San Bernardino, Hillary is quoted as saying that, let's be clear. Islam is not our adversary. Muslims are peaceful and tolerant people and have nothing whatsoever to do with terrorism. Well, thank God that we have a presidential candidate. Literally, thank you, Jesus, that we have a presidential candidate right now willing to say the truth. He's willing to say what I I played a couple of clips from his speech today to talk about how Islam is not compatible with American values. It is anti-woman. It is anti-gay. And it is anti-American. And we better do something about it or our country will be gone. Thank goodness that we've got somebody willing to speak that kind of truth. And instead of having, you know, more of, you know, Paul Ryan out there who's saying, oh, if we don't bring these refugees here, that's just not the kind of country we are when when after San Bernardino, when Trump said, you know, we need to stop bringing people here until we get our heads around it. We've got a Republican Party that's just as stupid when it comes to this issue as the Democrats. They didn't call out Maxine Waters when she was at a mosque here in Orange County a few years ago saying that anybody who's against Sharia is a bigot. There's a reason why I want to wrap it up with this. I'm, I'm well past a break. There's a reason why, Megan, it's not that they're that they're saying this and they're doing this propaganda and they're beating us over the head with this Islamophobia stuff. It's intentional by design. It's not because they're naive and don't know what the threat is. It's because Islam is a natural partner for Marxism. They are both political systems. They are both about amassing a centralized power. It's about domination and control. That's what it's about. And that's why they've partnered with them. And the LBGT community needs to wake the heck up because they've partnered themselves with the wrong party. They have aligned themselves with the party that's literally throwing them under the bus. Final thought? Uh, throwing them off the bus and uh, under the bus and off buildings. And one of the best lines uh, that Trump said was, the days of de- deadly ignorance will end. And that is what political correctness is. It is deadly ignorance. And time and time again, and I'm so tired of hearing about mass shootings. Orlando was not a mass shooting. Technically, yeah, it was. But the narrative should be that Orlando was a terrorist attack by a Islamist. Period. Period. Uh, where can people read your, your blog post and your articles? Uh, Reaganbaby.com. They can follow me on Twitter and tweet me at Reagan underscore baby. And everyone's on Facebook. So, you know, I'm on Facebook on my Reagan Baby fan page. Awesome. Thanks for being here. Hey, Andrea, anytime. Hey, you too. Okay, we're going to take a real quick break. We come back. Another buddy of mine is going to be on the show, Ernie White, back by popular demand. 
Don't go anywhere, people. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Hi, my name is Colin Polkola, and I'm the owner and founder of Polkola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Polkola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com. P-O-K-A-L-A law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com. Do you struggle with the day-to-day management of your business? Proteus takes the pain out of the business process management by providing you a complete system for efficiency, automation, continuity. Proteus is business solution that wraps itself around your business and grows with you. Gone are the days of multiple programs and systems for sales, inventory, customer management, and financial reporting. Proteus serves your business every day, all day, and revolutionizes the way you do business. Visit us today to see how Proteus can assist you online at www.proteuserp.com or call today 877-749-3533. Fresh Healthy Vending, the nation's largest healthy vending company, is looking for locations in this area to place its latest innovation. A fresh, healthy micromarket at absolutely no cost to your business. A fresh, healthy micromarket is like a mini health food store for your office break room. Choose from breakfast meals, fresh salads, wraps, hot meals, smoothies, cold-pressed juices, and more, all at a convenient self-checkout kiosk. Now you can offer your employees exactly what they want. All natural, healthy, fresh, and organic foods. Fuel productivity and creativity, decrease absenteeism, and increase morale. Fresh Healthy Vending is offering the first 20 offices that sign up $250 cash and 15% of the net profits each micromarket generates each month. For free information about this exciting and healthy opportunity, visit freshandhealthy.org to request your free machine. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Somebody was just posting on Facebook. I love your guest. Have her on again. She's fabulous. I met her over when I was filling in on America Trends. Definitely check out her blog post, ReaganBaby.com. My next guest is a fan favorite of The Andrea K Show. It's none other than Ernie White. Hey, baby, welcome back to, the, to my show. Where's Ernie. Oh, I hope we didn't lose Ernie. One of the responses while we try to get Ernie back on the show, one of the responses he was he was holding a second ago, uh, in addition to gun control, in addition to immediately, like after San Bernardino having Lynch say, you know, she's going to investigate anybody who dares to speak out against Islam. 
uh, one of the uh, also common reactions to this is to make it be about mental illness. Well, I would submit to you that, of course, it's about mental illness. I mean, what, doesn't anybody who murders somebody else a little off the, the, the mental reservation? But that's not what this is about any more than this is about gun control, any more than 9-11 was about box cutters. So I'm debating this woman this morning on Fox, and she's like, well, I, I made that point. She's like, well, Andrea, um, you know, after, the, after they, she's like, Andrea, after they, you know, banned box cutters, we didn't have that happen again. Well, Really? We haven't had any. We haven't had any terrorist attacks since we since we banned box cutters. Have you not seen any reports? I'm thinking, lady. I didn't. I wasn't given an opportunity to respond to her. But that do the TSA t- TSA is nothing but failures. If we haven't had a plane involved in a terrorist attack at this point, it's be, it's because it's by luck. I cannot even admit on air right now the items that I've gotten through the TSA. Let's talk about little old ladies getting patted down when there's somebody from Pakistan who's been studying at a madrasa right behind her, but the, he's not getting. A pat down because his name's Muhammad. Okay. I am glad that we finally have somebody who's a presidential candidate willing to speak some truth. You know who else speaks the truth? My guy, Ernie White. Are you there, baby? I'm here, girl. Okay. So but I, before um, earlier in the show, we had Megan on. We talked a lot about the, the LBGT community that was at play here. We talked some about gun control. We talked about my man Trump, who's finally being honest about the threat that we face and talking about instead of the stupidity of the initial knee-jerk gun control reaction, he's talking immigration control, Ernie. Now, I know you said you, you got a rant that you want to give on this topic tonight. Go for it, baby. Well, I just want to say this. You know, number one, both parties right now are out of touch. You know, the Republicans and the Democrats, both of them are in bed with Islam. We know it. You've got 11 countries right now, Islamic countries, that will cut the heads off of gays right now if they are caught. Even Iran is saying that there are no gay people in Iran because uh, we've killed them all. So we have a country that's sitting here catering to the monsters of the midway, and we're doing absolutely nothing because it's all politically correct, because everybody's making money. Hillary Clinton has $3 billion. That's B. $3 billion, That's with a B in her bank account with her little foundations from Muslim countries that hate us. In other words, we're making so much money, the politicians, everybody's culprits are being filled up. And here we are, American citizens, frustrated. And we're frustrated not because of just Islamic terror. We're frustrated because those political leaders at the top, they pretend like there's nothing going on. If I hear somebody tell me again about gun control, gun control. Are you telling me that a Muslim terrorist or any type of terrorist will not get a gun across that wide open border there in Mexico? Are you telling me that guns will not come through our ports where there again, no security? You cannot control guns. Gun control simply means control of the American people. Gun control means taking your freedom away, taking away your only protection. And again, these politicians have to go. That's why Donald Trump is so popular right now. He's getting popular among Democrats, and now he's going to start getting popular among gays because they're starting to wake up and realize that the Democrat Party has left them, the Republican Party has left us, and now it's just going to be the people. It looks like Donald Trump may be your only survival hope because Hillary Clinton, she's not it. She is not it, folks. No, well, I mean, it, it's insane to me that anybody could actually think that she's a, she's a, a solution here after at just Benghazi alone. You know, that was an illegal gun running op- operation that gave Thank guns. You. you want to talk about guns that gave Thank guns you. to Al Qaeda and to you. ISIS? They have armed ISIS, and then in the course of doing that, left Americans for dead. 
That's what she is involved in. And then, in order to cover it up, what did they do? They lied and scapegoated the First Amendment and made it be all about shutting up, shutting anybody down who dares to say anything about Islam. What we need is what Trump talked about, which was immigration control. And I don't know if you heard what he talked about today. He says that as the president of the United, as the president of the United States, that he has the right to issue uh, changes to the immigration law to protect us. And he is going to go further than even what he said after San Bernardino. He is going to talk. They want common sense gun control. He's got some common sense immigration control. This guy, both the Sarnayev brothers and this guy in Florida were vetted by the FBI, and they still were able to pull off their acts of terrorism. We have an incompetent government right now because our we need intelligence control, intelligence reform, because our intelligence communities have been hamstrung by an Obama administration that considers returning military from Iraq to be a greater threat than Islam. They think global warming is a greater threat. On top of it, we have a Republican Party, Ernie, that is funding the importation of terrorists. Even if the the most conservative estimates are true, that only 10% of Muslims are the are like this Mateen guy, we have a Republican Party funding to bring 10,000 of them here. They're being fast-tracked right now. That means the Republican Party is paying to bring 1,000 terrorists into America by the end of the year. Here's what Trump said. Did you hear his, uh, today? He says, I will use this power. He says, the immigrant Immigration laws give the um, the United States give the president powers to suspend entry into the country of any class of persons. He says, I will use this power to protect the American people. When elected, I will suspend immigration from areas around the world where there is a proven history of terrorism. Uh, Europe uh, you know, against the United States, Europe and our allies. And we f- fully understand how to end these threats. Uh, it will be lifted when as a nation we are in a position to properly and perfectly screen these people from coming into our country. That's the And, and you know what? Obama knows it. That's why he's doing everything he can to bring them here now, right? All people are asking for right now is some common sense, and we have no common sense. As you said, global warming is their number one problem because global warming will continue to control not just the Americans, but will control the whole world as long as you believe there's some global warming. There is no global warming. Like Trump said, we're pouring water out into the ocean here in California, pretending like we have a drought. We have Muslims from Syria coming here who are known terrorists, and we are doing absolutely nothing. There is no control. Nobody is vetting them because you cannot vet them. And yet we're allowing them to come in. And we're not sitting there saying you're racist. And we're not racist. We are simply talking about common sense. If you don't know who's coming into your country right now, if they hate you, and trust me, they hate you, even Farrakhan said, Farrakhan, Louis Farrakhan said, do not let anyone come into this country right now because the Muslims hate you. And that is common sense. If Farrakhan says it, then you know it's got to be out there that they're going to come and, and, and provide terrorism here in the United States. Farrakhan. Well, we've seen okay. what they did. We've seen what they've done in Europe. The, the gang rapes of women over there. I, we've seen what's happened. Why in the world is there any American out there? I even heard O'Reilly tonight talking about, well, I don't know that I agree with him because, you know, we got to have some compassion. No, we don't have to. We, where's the compassion for the American people? Where's the compassion for the women here? Where is the compassion for the families of the gay people down in Florida? This Amen. idea, this idea of, the, of this radicalized crap. No, people are not radicalized. They're not walking down the street and hit with a bolt of radical in their head. This guy was steeped. Miss Mateen was steeped in this kind of hate. We have 
had his parents, who a, a man who has spoken out. He's got a TV show out of L.A. talking about supported Taliban, talking about against gays, talking about how he's he's running for the governor of Afghanistan. What in the hell were we doing bringing him into this country? What are we doing bringing any of them here? The, it's called Sharia law, girl. It's called Sharia law. And Sharia law trumps everything when it comes to Islam. There is no other law but Sharia law. And Sharia law says that we are infidels and basically we have to go. We have to die no matter what the cause. And, and here it is. Pakia is the word that everybody needs to understand. Pakia. That means that they can do whatever it takes to trick you and to pretend like they're assimilating. But Sharia law trumps everything. So when they kill us, guess what? You've just got rid of infidels and you've done us a favor. They believe that they did those gays a favor there in Florida. The imam just weeks ago in central Florida, excuse me, southern Florida, the imam there said, kill the gays because you're doing them a favor because they're going to hell anyway. So kill them. This we, is what you're up against. Right. Well, we have an imam in, imam in uh, Tennessee, I think it was, who's got a YouTube video talking about the fact that it's every Muslim's job to wage jihad for Muhammad. And that when if you are the infidel and you're not a Muslim, that means that your property, including your person, is subject to them to take, that they have the right to kill you. That is a He, in fact, this dude is like an associate professor at the University of Tennessee or something. And gun... And they want to talk about gun control. We need to talk about mosque control. What we need to do is recognize, and I wish Trump would go here, where Santorum went, where he said, what we face is a political system. That's the threat that we face. They need to have their religious protections stripped from them because this is a political system that we face that hides behind a false religious component. That's what we need to do in addition to what Trump talked about with the immigration laws. And that way, we can get into these mosques and get these people out of our country. It's an ideology. It is not a religion. It's an ideology. Again, Sharia law covers everything that they are supposed to do. You don't have a constitution because you have Sharia law. Women have no rights. You may see women, uh, Islamic women, walking around here, and you say, wow, they look like they have rights. They have permission when it comes to assimilating in your country to pretend like everything is okay again it's called takia yeah because excuse me for yeah look excuse me for interrupting i'm way behind on a break in fact i'm yeah i'll have to take a quick one in a minute but over in london you know i talked about bruce bauer in this book he wrote while europe slept so little by little europe's being taken over right oh well oh isn't it fabulous they said recently that our the new mayor of london is a muslim and he's a moderate and it's just going to be so great to you know uh, all this coming together and, and he comes out today and says that he is banning any sexy women in ads. It, there, there is no assimilation into Western culture. The definition of Islam is conquest. Nani Darwa said we are handing over our country on a platter of political correctness. We are doing exactly what Europe did decades before. And the country, is, the, the continent is gone. It's lost. I won't even go over there on vacation right now. Uh, I don't blame you. You know, we know it is it is infested. It is not no. curable. It, there's nothing we can do to it. So if the idea is, well, we're going to bring him here. Oh, love Trump hates Ernie. We just need them all here and sit down over a cup of tea and like, you know, uh, you know, share the love. No, that's not what we need to do. We need to keep as many of them from coming here as possible. Final thoughts. 20 seconds before I take a, a final break. 
I just want to say I hope America wakes up. I know that people are waking up. That's why Trump is getting so much support, not from the Republicans, but from people who have actually never voted before. People just want to take their country and be safe. They want to protect their women. They want to protect their children. That's why you've got men like us. We are common sense men, and we will still stand up and fight for our women and children in this country. And that's Ernie White's final words. Thank you for being here, Ernie. We're going to take a really tiny, quick, little, skinny, little nothing break, and we'll be right back. It's the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show, and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K., spelled K-A-Y-E. Hi, my name is Kalyan Pokola, and I'm the owner and founder of Pokola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Pokola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com P-O-K-A-L-A law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com you're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Got a lot of ranting and raving going on in this show tonight. I am hot. I am warm over this. I was so upset yesterday when I got to church. I, I, I Thank goodness I had to go to church and deal with my, my kitties because I was just beside myself. I was so angry and I was so upset. And I was grateful to have that time to just focus on them and, and really get my thoughts together because this was preventable. Had we had somebody like Trump who was willing to call out the enemy for who they were, who they are, and have some common sense immigration control, how about some employment control? How about if we had not had so many years of an Obama administration telling us that we weren't allowed? If you see it, don't say anything. That's the new rule. We had an employer. This guy's this guy had fellow employees going to the boss and saying this guy's a crazy guy. He's a radical. He's a radical Islamist, and they wouldn't do anything about it. In fact, this guy was working at a security company. That had all types of security dealings going on and involvement in contracts with the DHS. So we need some employment control going on in this country as well. And if you remember back after the San Bernardino incident, there was a guy named Philip Haney who had said, came out afterwards and said, you know what? I I knew about who these people were in San Bernardino. I had been investigating the mosque. That mosque that they went to had ties to terrorism, like the mosque in San Diego here that was involved in 9-11, mosque all around the country. He spends a few hours yesterday, does a little digging and discovers all the terrorist ties involved in the mosque in Florida. We've got a government. That's intentionally turning their heads intentionally. It's it's like one of the things Trump said today is Hillary Clinton's pl- plan is to bring in more Mateens into this country and make sure that we've got an unarmed America at the same time. This is talk of gun control is just an exploitation. We all know that the head of the DNC just said last week before the stat that. The DNC platform executive, nobody should have a gun, she said. Well, it's Monday. I've only got a few minutes left. I always like to do a little military Monday. Last week, we talked about Memorial Day. 
And I and, and I talked about different stories. Is this what the, our, our heroes fought and died for? They fought and died to protect American freedoms, our American culture, our American way of life. And it's being handed over and given away to terrorists who have no respect for America. And it's being given to them by people who have no respect for America. This is not what our heroes have fought and died for. Many of which June is PTSD month. They are suffering. I saw somebody that I know lost a family member on Memorial Day. 26 years old. Suffering so bad with PTSD. He just couldn't take it anymore. Father of two kids shot himself in front of his family home on Memorial Day. Begged the VA for help. Couldn't get it. The VA that's been spent, that's bonuses have been given out. Nobody's lost their job. Nothing's been done. Republican Party's not doing anything to fix the VA either. Paul Ryan, we got a majority. Paul Ryan doing nothing. Doing nothing to help our heroes. Meanwhile, we're putting, we're giving treasure and time and to bring refugees here. The cost to feed and clothe and house these people that will not assimilate into our culture and do it. it even the ones that aren't going to try to take us over either through violent acts or, or through Sharia still are not going to assimilate into our culture. And it's going to, I, I can't even remember the numbers now. It's been a while since I did it, but it's, you know, if we're going to set them up in business, you know what it costs? What does it cost you out there to support a family? Rent, a car, cable, cell phone, clothing, they got to go. They, they got to be given a free education. They're going to be given money to set up businesses. It's huge, huge dollars, trillions of dollars in that program when it should be going to take care of our veterans who did not put their lives on the line for Islamists. It's just shocking. Uh, I tell you, who's kind of probably happy that this happened is Hillary Clinton because there's more stories coming out about her email scandal. In fact. Somebody had said, oh, my gosh, this could really be the end of her because the story came out last week at the end of last week. More emails were revealed. Citizens United under FOIA was able to get some emails that showed that one of her big donors was given a job that involved sitting on committees and hearing high level security stuff. This person had no background, no business being sitting, just given a plush job that involved our national security because they were a big fat donor writing a big fat check to Hillary Clinton. So Trump put off his speech that he was going to give to Hillary, but I'm looking forward to hearing that because I think he's going to be just as honest with about her as he was about radical Islam. Thanks for being with me tonight. Thanks to my guest, Megan Barth, Ernie White. Thanks to all you out there. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Go to my website, AndreaKshow.com. I'm starting to get a lot of comments coming into me there. I'm on Twitter. I'm not on Snaps yet. I know DJ Carrot Sticks. I'll get on that soon. Thank you for being here. Hey, I'm going to be right back here tomorrow night. We're going to get into a little business on tomorrow night's Andrea K. Show. Have a great night, everybody. Love you all. This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group.